You're listening to the Analysis Mason podcast with Tom Rebeck, and I'm here with Caroline Chapel. We're going to talk about network APIs based on an article that Caroline has recently written. Um, so Caroline, let's start with the, the basics and just describe what we mean by network APIs and, and why we're talking about them now. Okay, well, hi, Tom. Network APIs are really following on from the uh, communications platform as a service market, where our operator capabilities that are in their communications layer of their network, so things like voice and SMS and email and so on, have been exposed to developers uh, so that those developers can call those APIs, embed them in their applications, and then uh, deliver a communications-enabled service to Uber users, for example, or pretty much sort of any customer-facing application will have phone, phonus and, and so on, which are all sort of powered by these communication platform as a service or CPaaS APIs. And so this is a sort of concept that takes, uh, network APIs takes that concept a step further and says, look, there are all kinds of capabilities that are embedded in networks. And those capabilities are actually very explicitly defined within, say, a 5G network, particularly uh, some of the the 5G advanced uh, network capabilities that are coming along. Why why don't we actually make those available through APIs to developers so that they can get into the networks and program the networks directly? And and so this is, as a a concept, as I say, it's an extension of, of what's already been around for a decade, but just giving access to more network capabilities um, more, more directly. So yeah, it sort of started off with very simple services, like you talked about the CPaaS, being able to send an SMS through an application. And now we have a bunch of different things around device status or device location or quality of service and so on. So it, it's a hot t- topic right now. Um, wh- what's your view about how the operators and vendors are approaching these network APIs? Do you think they're uh, approaching it in the right way? Well, First of all, I guess the positive is that you know ten years ago, when a, when the same the same initiatives were were tried to be launched, um, which eventually sort of became CPAS, operators were not uh, in a collaborative frame of mind, shall we say? And I think that has completely changed. I mean, operators have seen ten years of uh, basically over the top players. Not exactly eating their lunch because, you know, it's, it's not necessarily a massive market, the CPAS market, but, but, you know, there, there is a little bit of dismay that they weren't able to, to cream off that revenue for themselves. So they are in a much more collaborative frame of mind this time around, as we saw, you know, last year with the, with the launch of the Open Gateway Initiative at, at MWC. Uh, and I think they are coming together and announcing some good initiatives together. Uh, they are picking up on, on the whole sort of topic of network APIs. They're getting senior level support and actually doing things at quite a senior level. And we all know that that's you know, critical uh, for, for any of these initiatives to, to succeed. But I guess where uh, my concern, and, and it was what I expressed in the article, is that there's a lot of talk about APIs and platforms. There's a lot of talk about the technology there's not so much talk about the applications. Now, I know we are going to see applications at MWC. I know we are going to see, you know, they'll, they'll all say, oh, well, look, we've got developer forums and we've got developer programs and, and there's a whole you know, strand of, of MWC devoted to developers. But quite often they're talking about startup developers or whatever. There's a huge amount of software and applications out there that if they really want this market to fly, they should be talking to the top 
enterprise application providers out there. Um, and that we're, we're not seeing a lot of that at the moment. I think we're seeing an over-focus really on the APIs and who's joining what platform. Right. So it's much more supply side driven than demand side driven. And maybe the supply side is, is better organized than it was a, a decade ago when companies like Twilio were able to not exactly bypass the operators because they were using the operators network, but they could provide a service on top of it. And the operators were too, too sort of confused and competing against the other to put in a similar service. This time around, they're better organized, but still it's, it's kind of pushed by the supply rather than coming from the demand. Is that about right? Yeah, I think so. I think maybe, you know, some people might say I'm a bit unfair, you know, it's baby steps, the industry, you know, will, you know always progresses by baby steps. The the question, I, I guess, for me is, is the urgency of this, you know, can, you, can they afford to take baby steps? Um, or should they, if they really want their fi- to monetize their 5G networks in the way they say they, they want to, you know, really trying to transform some of those industrial processes um, and enterprise processes through those network APIs. I, I think there is a demand side um, interest in doing this, but um, it's not been joined up yet with with what the operators are doing. Not not sufficiently. I mean, there are companies like Oracle that are, will be talking about this at, at MWC through its through the fact that they are network API enabling their whole suite of enterprise applications. But it's Oracle doing it. You know. Um, and then going, taking it to the operators as opposed to the operators coming to Oracle and saying, look, you know, we, we want your applications to, to actually use our APIs and here are the APIs that you can use and let's work together on these industrial processes and price processes together. Right. Um, let's pick up on the monetization point. Uh, and, and what's your view on whether they'll be able to, whether the operators, that is, will be able to make money out of network APIs and, and when do you think that will happen? I think they'll make, some money out of it. Um, I, I think there is quite a lot of potential to make money out of it, although I think you've you've been looking at this, Tom, uh, more deeply than I have. But I think it will take time. And I think one of the, there's certainly a group of operators that are very actively sort of pursuing this market. But I, I think one of the challenges here that a, a lot of operators are, even with the, with the support of the platform vendors, are actually quite afraid of opening up their networks. It's it's a very sort of new thing to do. And there are all kinds of sort of security and sovereignty and goodness knows what you know, uh, concerns that they have. So they're, they're putting in their, their 5G standalone cores, for example, but opening them up. And really, for this to work, you do need an entire market, entire ecosystem. You need most operators and you need all the, as I say, all the big application vendors to be dipping in and, and taking advantage of it. Yeah, I thought it was really interesting. Last year at MWC, there was a panel session and there was somebody from Verizon there and somebody from, I think it was from AWS, but it might have been Microsoft. But the uh, the way that they were talking about it was very different. Verizon were very cautious about what they wanted to be opened up to developers, whether as AWS was obviously much more gung-ho. Their, their whole business is built on these sort of APIs, so, so they're much more, uh, yeah, they want to work as many APIs as possible. And to your point about the, the operators, it requires all of them, or well, not quite all of them, but it requires a lot of them to agree on which APIs to open up, but also on the business model and how that works. Because if you're an application developer, you want to have a single way of paying for a service that's going to be applicable, whether it's in the US or Germany or Japan or whatever. And that means the operators themselves have to open up these the same they have to open up the same APIs and agree to the same business model. Um, and that seems 
I mean, I think there's still quite a lot of work to be done. And I think just just to your earlier point about the the operators and their, how they look at it or how the business divisions are looking at it, they've got lots of other things that they they can see that are generating significant amounts of revenue already um, and you can see where they're investing so if you look at say orange or telefonica they've both spent over a billion euros over the past few years on acquisitions in cloud services and it services they can see a massive market for those sort of things and you can see the, the opportunity it's already a huge opportunity there is hundreds of billions of dollars being spent on those sort of services whether as network apis yeah, maybe it's a 10 billion dollar market maybe it's a 20 billion dollar market so it's relatively small it's very early stage um and they've got other things that they can invest in to get bigger bigger returns in the in the near term so quite a few challenges there yeah yeah and and i would i would also say um and and you probably know this better than me but i also don't see a lot of sort of internal joining up with with some of their strategies around things like iot um I mean, obviously, there's a there's a very strong uh, relationship with private wireless networks, but um, I think some of the uh, capabilities, you know, on the industrial side, where there are already APIs and there are some private, and I think this is to your point with Verizon. I've heard it from other operators as well. There are already some private initiatives that that operators are doing through their own APIs that they're monetizing, but they they won't want to give that that business away. So. I do wonder about uh, some of the APIs that are being opened up through Open Gateway. Now, the Open Gateway people, the Kamara people say, oh, well, it's open source. Anybody can come in and develop an API. But um, but there are still some, some commercial constraints there. And there are still some, uh, it struck me, actually, when Cisco was talking about its mobility services platform, which, again, will be featured at, at uh, MWC, that Cisco was talking all about its developer APIs around IoT. But how many of those APIs are going to be aligned with, with Kamara Open Gateway? Um, it didn't sound, from the way Cisco was talking about it, uh, that, that they are. So, And Oracle has also said, and indeed Nokia, they, they both sort of said, well, we're not actually sure that the kind of APIs that our industrial and our enterprise customers are looking for are the ones that are being developed at the moment, because a lot of the ones that are being developed at the moment are very still very sort of operator driven as opposed, you know, as opposed to market driven. And, and that's a concern for me in terms of growing this market. So do you think Camera and Open Gateway, do you think those initiatives, do you, do you think they're enough? Do you think they're doing the right things? Or it sounds like you don't. Well, I think they're again, as I say, they're they're proceeding in in baby steps. What can we get our members to to all agree on? But I think it's a symptom of the operators realizing that they live in this bigger world. I mean, it's a huge ecosystem out there. The application developers, the cloud providers have the power. They are, that's where the centers of development are. Um, waiting for five G applications that really need network APIs or startup developers, you know, sort of doing drones and, and automated guided vehicles, which are going to take some time to get to market. I don't think they're the I, I don't think you're going to build a big market quickly on those kinds of developments. I think talking to and, and actually to its credit, Deutsche Telekom says it will be doing demos at MWC with SAP and with Siemens. Great. These are the kinds of companies that that really need to tap into network APIs um, and that should be, you know, Kamara and Open Gateway operators should be all over. You know, uh, what do you want? You know, making sure that they're that they're getting that input into into those initiatives. 
And what about the threat to though to this opportunity to these sort of initiatives? You've talked about Oracle, um, Cisco. We saw a decade ago or more when Twilio and, the, and its competitors took the market for those basic CPaaS services. Is there a risk that we'll see the same sort of thing happen again? I think there could be. I mean, I think some of the network capabilities, if it's true that developers want access to some of the more sophisticated advanced network capabilities, then and, and they can be monetized, then that it would probably be quite hard for anybody to replicate those over the top, you know, ones that are really kind of deeply intertwined with the performance of the radio network, for example. But I think in, in other areas, I think it's perfectly possible for networks becoming a more and more becoming software. And you're seeing some interesting developments of how networks can be built, mobile cores can be built and so on. I think it's not beyond the, the, the realms of possibility that there could be an over-the-top alternative. You know, if, if industrials and enterprises feel that they're not being well served. Yeah, very good. I'm, I'm sure we'll see a lot more about this over the coming weeks. Um, so there have been quite a few announcements over the last over the last month or so in the build-up to MWC. So certainly an area, hot area to watch. So thank you very much for that, Caroline. Um, as always, we'll put a link to the article in, in the show notes so you can read more about that. If you'd like to automatically receive future episodes, please subscribe to the Analysis Mason podcast. We also welcome your comments, feedback and reviews. Thank you for listening. 